Okay. Three o'clock in the big city. Don and Dan with you on the K Show until 6.30. Then it's Rangers hockey, Rangers and the Leafs. As we begin to transition into what should be a fun winter with the Rangers and the Knicks. Knicks had a big win over the Lakers last night. But it's Tuesday, Dan. It's Tuesday. What does Tuesday mean, Dan? The day after Monday. And what's the day after Monday, Dan? It's Tuesday, I just said. This is like an Abbott and Costello routine. Who's on first? What's Tuesday? <laughs> what's after Tuesday? What's after Monday? I don't know. Wednesday. Monday, Thursday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, How no. are you? It's good to see it's, you. It's, hey, Don's here. Don came to work today. And, um, hey. We're going we're gonna to talk to my brother Dave. He's in the studio listening, and he's going to be joining us at 3.30, the great Dave LaGreca. Got his hot sauce here. He's going to be talking about his tour that he's going to be starting he's all in February. Place. So we'll get into all that. Busier than Tommy DeVito. That's right. Very busy. Yeah. Uh, and also, we'll we'll do signings for much cheaper <laughs> than the, yes. uh, the, the $20,000. Allegedly. But, it's, it, but Tuesday is McAfee Day. It's Aaron Rodgers McAfee it's Day. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. McAfee Day. Yay, Aaron yay, Rogers yay. Tuesday. Yay. Aaron Rodgers spoke. We now have clarity. You know what clarity is. You mean the worst kept secret in the world? That's right. Which is? Fill the people in in case they didn't hear This it. is Aaron Rodgers on McAfee saying, not realistic to think I'd be 100% at this point. I think the whole time it's been hoping that we're still in it because it was unrealistic to think that I would be 100% to be medically cleared at any point during the regular season. I do feel like, you know, in the next three to four weeks, it would be very possible to get to 100%, but obviously not there. And and so the conversation was away from 100% medical clearance to a willingness to play. And that's never been a problem for me. If I was 100% today, I'd be definitely pushing to play. But the fact is, I'm not. I've been working hard to get closer to that but I'm still 14 weeks tomorrow from my surgery and you know being medically cleared as 100% uh, healed is just uh, not realistic at 14 weeks. Now you might be wondering well that's of course what he's going to say they were mathematically eliminated from postseason contention when they lost to Miami it was a pipe dream to begin with Dan but they are officially eliminated so as far as the standings are concerned those three games do not have any meaning. But he said he might not have played even if the Jets had won on Sunday. We're in the hypothetical world. If we win Sunday, then I need to go through a week of 11-on-11 practice, taking team reps, seeing how I respond to that, seeing how much I can move in the pocket, seeing can I get out of the pocket. So there still would have been a conversation. It would have just been, it wouldn't have been, hey, we won, you're activated, you're for sure playing. Now, I, obviously, being a competitor, I would have pushed it as hard as I could this week. But it still would have been a conversation. I would have had to, you know, check all the boxes, practice well, respond well the next day after some of these. 11 on 11 sessions and then the conversation between uh, Woody and Joe and Robert and Dave and the medical staff and Neil Elitrosh and myself to determine whether or not uh, they were going to ultimately clear me. Now, this we're in the midst of the Aaron Rodgers report on 9870 ESPN driven by Ramsey Mazda. You said it was the worst kept secret, but we tried to ask Robert Sala and he wouldn't commit to anything until he said, I, I find out that he's cleared to play. But it just seemed kind of odd to me that Robert was just so evasive when we asked him the questions. Is it possible, Dan, that Rodgers didn't say anything because he knows he's got an exclusive with McAfee. He's getting paid a million dollars a season to be on it. So no one was going to know until he stepped into that studio today on ESPN and told 
via Zoom with McAfee that he's not ready to go. Yeah, he probably didn't want to speak on behalf of his player. You know, the guy who's a Hall of Famer, four-time MVP and everything. But look, everybody knows that the equation changed considerably once Sunday's game went final and they were mathematically eliminated. Now, you could have thought that they had a good shot, not so good of a shot, whatever, but now there's no way they're making the playoffs. And as you and I talked about yesterday, it would make zero sense for him to risk anything and him coming back to play three what essentially amounts to meaningless football games this year. So what happens tomorrow? I mean, they're not going to, I guess they just won't well, Robert's activate do his press conference. Well, that's, I mean, what? but what's the difference? Right? I mean, if they activate him, that's great. So he gets to be somebody that they can say is out or he stands on the sidelines as the emergency quarterback or something? I, I don't well, know. But, but the one thing I want to say is that there was a lot of assumptions being made that he was going to demand a play because he wants to show everybody that his science was better than everybody else's. That he wanted to prove to everybody that he can come back from an Achilles when everybody else has to sit for a year that he was going to be able to come back in three months. And I said... Not to hang on the rim, but I said, I think he's smart, just like he's not dumb enough to think to go out there and play in a meaningless football game if he's not 100%. So I'm not surprised by it, but there were a lot of people who just thought he was going to force his way onto the field to prove everybody wrong. This clearly is not the case. He's not going to do that because he realizes he's not 100%, and it'd be ridiculous for him to go up against the Commanders, even more ridiculous to go up against the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, one of the best defenses of football, or play against the Bill Belichick defense. The Patriots are a bad team, but not a bad defense. Why would you do that? It's silly. So there were a lot of people that just assumed that he was enough of a nozzle to do that. He proved that that's not the case. But he could take a victory lap now whether it's in the offseason and say, see, I made it back to practice. I was practicing. And look, give him credit. You know, for everything that he did up until this point, three months removed from surgery, and he's out on the practice field, and it even became a discussion whether or not he was going to play some football games to close out the season here. But it didn't happen. And I'm sorry, I think that the performance of the football team changed things considerably. Because, look, let's say, Don, the Jets are, you know, they have three more wins. So what are they, uh, eight and six after 14 games. Playoffs a possibility. If this season is going to go three more weeks of the regular season, then maybe another an extra week for the playoffs, you're talking about another month. Once the playoffs rolled around, right. how do we know how he's going to feel a month from now? And then we might be having a discussion about, oh, hey, he but, could come back and play football. But I thought Rick DiPietro said it best this morning. From a, from a professional athlete standpoint, is that the only time you play a game when you're not 100% is if it is a situation where the game has meaning, that you need that game. Because the math is 70% of Rodgers is better than anybody else the Jets can offer up at quarterback. So, yeah, that's when you play because you want to help your team win. But if your team is mathematically eliminated and you're not 100%, and oh, by the way, you just turned 40? Right. doesn't make a lot of sense. So good on him. It's the right decision. Now, how involved were the Jets in the decision? If you're a Jet fan, Dan, you would probably hope that Joe Douglas or Robert Sala said, no, you're not playing. Well, Because it would show that the Jets have power. I don't know if the Jets have any power. I just think it's Aaron Rodgers realized that this is the right thing to do. I don't think the Jets told him. I think one of the reasons that Robert Sala was a little standoffish when we asked him the question is, is because I think everybody in that room knew that if Rodgers announced today that I'm playing, he'd be playing. Well, don't you think tomorrow then is going to tell us a little bit more, like if he's indeed clear? Because if he's cleared, then that would be more on him wanting to be cleared and be active or at least eligible. So what's the, so what, what is, he just said he's not 100%. 
and he's not going to play at less than 100% of the games. Well, that's why I asked the coach yesterday. So there's there's two games left after the Washington game. Right. So if you wanted to activate him tomorrow, and for people that don't know, that's the point of no return. If, If he's not active tomorrow, then he's done. If he's activated, he could be eligible to play. Obviously, he won't play against Washington, but he'd be eligible to play. And then it would be, well, let's leave him. Maybe he'll play against Cleveland or New England. But what's the logic over the next two weeks he's going to all of a sudden become 100%? None. The games are still going to be meaningless. None. you got a short turnaround on that Thursday to play a Cleveland Browns team that's going to pin their ears back and go for it because they've got a chance to make the playoffs. And then a New England team... That could be Bill Belichick's last game as as uh, as the Patriots head coach, and it's a really good defense. It, it doesn't make it. I would think he's probably going to be inactive because you don't want to play short a player so. either. You would think so. so. And, and, and you know, like the Dwayne Brown example for you know, and I even brought that up to the coach yesterday. The difference with Dwayne Brown is he's an offensive lineman to where you have a lot of offensive linemen. Now the Jets have gone through a lot of them this year, but. Having him on the roster to where he could go in and block for, let's say, a field goal or go in there as, you know, an eligible receiver like he's done on occasion here as an extra blocker. That's different than playing quarterback right to where you're the guy and going out there and having to play each and every down. So the responsibilities are a little bit different because Dwayne Brown's not 100 percent. Because if he was 100 percent, he'd be out there starting, given what we saw on Sunday and in the last couple of weeks on that offensive line. Now, there is one cut, though, that is kind of. Pretty interesting to Jeff fans, or would be, and I think we're both in the same page, right? Yeah, and it's the next cut that I was saving here, and that is is next year your last. Oh, there's another one too, but go ahead. That, that that's important. I was thinking. I don't think one. so. I felt like when I came here that I got kind of a renewed passion and love for the game, and everything has been amazing here. Just the people I've gotten to work with, the relationships I've gotten to form with my teammates, and the amazing men and women that work here at One Jet Drive has been really special. I wanted, you know, at least two years. I feel like this year is kind of a lost year. Now that I only played a couple snaps and wasn't able to go out there and prove what I'm capable of and see what we're capable as a team. I don't think next year will be my last year. With some of the things that I've learned over the last year, taking care of my body and, and surrounding myself with some great people who've been uh, helping me with my nutrition and my functional training at a more acute level, I feel like I can play more years and I can be effective into my 40s, which is crazy because I thought that I'd probably be sitting on the couch somewhere at 40, but now I, you know, I want to be a starter at 40. I want to be a starter at 41. I want to see what I can get out of this body. So I thought that was important just because it was. of the fact that it might not just be a one-and-done situation, where you might get a couple of kicks of the can, which I thought was possible, Dan, because I thought he was going to give you two years. And by not giving you 2023, his body didn't have to take the pounding. He's going to be physically ready to play in 2024, which could now add a year and have 2025 be the year. So I think that's good news. I'm not surprised by it. But I think it makes the Jet fan feel good that it's not going to be one and done. You might get a couple of shots here. And what I mentioned yesterday can hold true, that 2023 was a dress rehearsal for 2024. All right, we're going to run it back, but we can't run it back completely the same because we need to do a lot of things here. We need more weapons. We need to reconstruct this offensive line. And now it comes down to the cut you were talking about. Right. How much control will Aaron have on this roster reconstruction. 
I think it'd be pretty similar to various parts of my career where I'm a pretty decent recruiter. So they have a certain person they want, making sure I'm in the loop to have the right conversations with that free agent. I enjoy those conversations. I think we'll try and get high character people in here that are about the right stuff, about what we're trying to be known for. And, you know, Joe and I got a great relationship. So, you know, the lines of communication are always wide open. I was actually just talking to him before I came down here. You know, we talk weekly, but uh, don't get a chance to sit down all the time. But we're always in communication and it's a good line of communication between Robert and Joe and myself. And, you know, I'm always trying to help out with, uh, you know, the chemistry and character stuff. And we need guys in here who are about the right stuff. And I think Joe's done a good job. I mean, the guys he's drafted the last couple of years are pretty, pretty outstanding. Look at some of the big playmakers in the second and third years here. You know, look at the defensive side of the ball with the sauce and obviously Garrett on the offensive side of the ball. And Jermaine Johnson's had such an incredible year for us on defense. You know, we got to keep drafting well and, and bringing guys who are about the right stuff. You know, we'll see what happens with any trades or any of that stuff. But, you know, I'm always kind of in the loop. Now, of course he was going to be involved, just as much as he was involved this year. Yeah, but he's also kind of trying to, like, pull the curtain out from under, right? And being the guys who are about the right stuff. Well, can they play football? They might be part of the right stuff in the locker room, but can they play football? Because let's be honest, the, the guys that no. they brought in this year that had ties to him... In the well, past, and or Nathaniel Hackett, which guys have actually done something? It's this year? funny you said that because listen to this from Rogers today. Offensively, we got to reload on a couple spots, but I think we got some great pieces in place. We have two outstanding game breaker players to build around, and Garrett Wilson and, and Brees Hall, uh, who've had nice seasons. and And uh, I think the future is is very bright in New Jersey for our guys, and uh, we'll finish out this season the right way and be a long off season for sure. But I like the men that we have on the squad. I like the characters that we have, and we just got to add a couple pieces to it. And the goals will, will still be the goals. Am I reading too much into the fact that Lazard wasn't one of the guys mentioned, who's got three years left? on his contract? Well, he only mentioned two guys on offense. Well, those are the two guys that you're going to mention, right? I mean, I mean Tyler Conklin's mention? a good player. I mean, he's had a solid right. year given but, all but things that, considered. But... but that's a guy that, you listen, he wasn't going to name everybody. No. He named the two best players, but he didn't mention his guy, Lazard, who's got three years left on his contract. So what that tells me is is that he's he wants to win. This isn't going to be, let me bring in all my buddies and let's have some fun in the last couple of years of my deal. He wants to win. No, now, I think he looked at Lazard as, I think that's a guy that can help us win. And maybe he's turned off by him. Maybe he just forgot to mention his name. But the fact is, I don't think he's married to anybody because of what happened in Green Bay or that they, they're the guys that can go out to dinner with after the game. He's going to want to have a say in who's going to make him look better and in turn make the Jets look better offensively and have a chance to compete for a championship. Well, Don, why was Billy Turner playing right tackle the other day? Because of Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Randall Cobb's still on this team, and I like Randall Cobb, but that's another guy. So my point is, is when he says I'm a decent recruiter, well, that's got nothing to do with like players around the NFL who might be free agents or who might be available that the Jets might be targeting. It's no. The guys that you have affiliations with, like right now, I guarantee you when people are starting to project what the Jets roster is going to look like in 2024 and the people that they're maybe going to go after, you know that one of those names is going to be Devontae Adams. Right. Right? Because that's already been blowing around right. for the last few months. And I'm sure that given the deficiencies they have on the offensive line this year, don't you know his good buddy David Bakhtiari from the Packers, sure. who missed basically the entire season, is somebody that people are going to put two and two together and say, hmm, that might be a guy that the Jets go after. Why? Because Aaron right. wants him. But but, but both is that could be the true. Right decisions. But, That's but, the but this is when general. This is when you get players trying to be general managers. 
didn't work for LeBron James, didn't work for Michael Jordan, is it going to work for Aaron Rodgers? But Aaron Rodgers wants this to work. And he saw, the same way Joe Douglas saw, the same way we all saw, how flawed this team was. And how it wasn't all just bad quarterback play. That was a major reason why. But bad offensive line play, the weapons were overrated. So now we've got a chance to take a look at how they can correct things. And yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to be involved. There's no question about that. Now, what I need to know, now he praised Robert Sala. Are you coming back with the exact same coaching staff? When you run it back, you're not going to change the general manager. That's too much. That's too big a move. Right. And you're obviously not replacing Nathaniel Hackett because that's Aaron's guy. But is Aaron Rodgers liking Robert Sala enough for Sala to get the opportunity to be the head coach of this team next year? He's a defensive guy. Three straight losing seasons. Not all his fault. Team isn't ready to play sometimes. That is his fault. A lot of penalties. Also his fault. But you can also make the case that they've won more games than they should have. Should they have won seven games last year? When you look at the, what their final record is going to be this year, it could have been a lot worse. Where do you stand on Robert Sala on all of this? Is that a piece that you feel comfortable is going to come back? I think Robert Sala, I don't think anything's happening to him, if that's what you mean. I think he'll be the coach here next year. Okay, look, well, the that's cha- the answer, then. Yeah, the cha- I, look, if you're asking me what's going to happen to the Jets as far as the power structure and what type of moves they might make going into next year, they're going to make a move for the sake of making a move to make somebody be held accountable for what failed them this year. You might be looking at like a position coach, but the coordinators are safe. The head coach is safe. The general manager is safe. Nothing is happening yeah, as far as you so. get higher up the food chain. Nothing. Because, again, this guy's comfortable with everybody, right? Now, the only thing that might change is, you know, Jeff Albrecht, who's done a great job and, you know, talk is he's going to get some head coaching interviews during the offseason. I hope for him that he gets a head coach to advance up the career ladder there. But as far as anything significant on those fronts, no. Nobody's going to be like an ex-Jet coach. Well, that's the Aaron Rodgers report, driven by Ramsey Mazda. It's the experience of driving new Mazda and buying a new Mazda for Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Let's hear from you. 1-800-919-3776. And let's start it off with Danny on Long Island. You're on ESPN New York. How are you, Danny? Good afternoon, boys. Getting ready for another great show. Uh, Before we go into Aaron Rodgers, last night's game, highly questionable uh, play calling by the Eagles at uh, first and ten at the forty. You got twenty two seconds to go in two timeouts, and you throw a bomb. All you need is fifteen yards for a game tying field goal. Didn't like that at all. Uh, I, I think that that kind of like your coach. He looked like your coach against the Patriots. That's exactly right, <laughs> and I think I, I think they gave that game away with bad coaching. They were moving the ball well on the ground. They threw an interception midway through the fourth quarter on another ill ill fated bomb. And, uh, and and they allowed that team to, to get back in. And I'm, I'm happy for Locke. I'm always happy for a quarterback that struggles and gets bounced around and he has his moment had it on national I, television. You now, know, I'll tell you what, I give, even though he didn't play well in the fourth, I, I give Jalen Hurts a ton of credit because he looked like he was one foot away from being at death's door. Remember, he wasn't going to play because he was right. so sick with the illness, flu. Yeah. And the game at the beginning, it was raining and cold. And can you imagine feeling like just utter crap and having to go out there and play in that garbage, even though you're getting paid millions of dollars? But that's the reason no, I never but, wanted to But that's to why these co- the, all these coaches, yeah, why can't you He's just... talked right over that one, right? Why don't we move on? I'm glad somebody found it. Why that. can't you just try for the field? I understand. This is like not baseball where you know the road team plays for the win, not the tie. 
it was an odd decision to make at the end of that game. But, you know, Jalen Hurts is not healthy. That knee is a problem for him. And also, by the way, do you realize no one in the NFL has turned the ball over more than him this year? There's a lot of problems with Philadelphia. But let's face it, win out, lose out, it's not, not going to affect my feeling on you're, somebody's losing in San Francisco in the championship game. But still, they're not going to admit that. Why you go for that bomb, like I said, eerily similar to what Tomlin did against the Patriots last Thursday. Well, do you th- do you put any stock? Remember, I can't remember if it was right after the game or if it was after the Cowboy game the following week. So they lost three in a row, and it all started against the Niners. Right. Remember during the week, Nick Bosa from the Niners at his locker was talking about the media or talking to the media about the Eagles. And he said, yeah, we put the blueprint out there on how to stop the Eagles and to shut them down. Like, do you put any stock in that, or do you think it's the, there's just something even more I think there's a lot of things going the on there. You know, whether it's uh, changing the play caller on defense with Patricia doing that, whether it's Hurts not being 100%, where there's actually people thinking that maybe he might need to take a couple of games off. But they wanted to win. They flew him out by himself in hopes that he'd be able to play in that game. And it looked like it was a that real was, struggle for him. When I heard that, that almost took you back to the COVID times, right? Like he had to travel by himself, like to be away from the rest of the yeah. team. But obviously, who knows now? By the way, on a related story, on that note, like I was out today running errands store, and, and I said this, like I've been saying this, like, like it seems like we're back in those times again. Every, you go to a store or something, everybody and their mother is wearing masks again. Mm-hmm. Everywhere now. Well, a lot of it's RSV, too. I mean, there's... Yeah, I, no, I, but there's, it's just like, a, it's kind of creepy. Moment, but I think we talked about it during COVID. I mean, I'm not going to get over, you know, political about the masks or whatever. The one of the conversations I had with you during COVID is, you know, maybe moving forward, if I've got the flu or I'm not feeling well, I might throw a mask on just to because I don't want to have to expose other people to... To, to getting sick, right? Never mind, like, a fear of getting COVID, but, like, if you're under the weather, because what, what happened before COVID? We fought through illness, right? We'd have the flu, we'd go to work because we didn't want to miss. And nobody, and you were you were applauded. They patted you on the back. Oh, Dan came in. He's, uh, you know, right. he spent half the day in the bathroom, but good thing for Dan, he still showed up to work. Nobody thought, like, well, Dan, thanks for getting everybody else sick. But then COVID came around, and it's like, how dare you come in? What's the matter with you? Yeah. So maybe the alternative could be, all right, well, why don't I, the compromise will be I'll wear a mask when no, I'm not I'm, feeling I'm well. all for the So I think that's what's happening. I don't even look at it as a as much COVID as, hey, it's an idea now to not spread disease or, or virus or anything else that's out there. Yeah. Because even if you don't have to those days, because, that's all. Because I love it. I was talking to a doctor, like, the first thing you do when you get sick is, all right, I tested, I'm tested negative, I don't have COVID. All right, well, you have something, so get taken care of, for God's sake. Go to the doctor. Go take something. Just because you don't have COVID doesn't mean you're not really sick. It's a new world. I don't know if it's a brave new world, but it's a new world. It's like the new world Columbus discovered, the new world, or no? Well, I was talking about world in kind of the general sense, not going out and discovering another continent. You got something against history? In this particular sense, yes, but it's not on topic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Steering the conversation I'm a, I'm away. Against, like, I don't want to talk about it. So I'm, no. I'm against no. non, non-context history. That's what I'm against. How's your coffee? Your coffee good? The coffee's very good. It's very good. It's we good. Had to right? actually go in the, in the year of the app. Right. We had to go down and. That's right. There was re- was it a redemption situation, Anthony? You know, you know the fact that Today? you paid for it was redemption. Well, I mean that's it's ten bucks. Who cares? I'll you should be you. very proud of yourself for what you did. Today. Yeah, I know. I was good about it. With the holidays around the corner, get a jump start on the new year by losing a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days with NJ Diet. They help you the natural way with your hair and saliva samples along with their bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements 
where the side effect is weight loss. Then NJ Diet utilizes DNA testing to determine your ideal workout regimen and diet to help you keep it off. Best of all, NJ Diet is all natural. None of those injections, no hormones, and no surgery. Full supervision is provided every step of the way, and you even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Locations throughout the tri-state are available worldwide with live online video consultations. So call them now, 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET. Go to njdiet.com to lose the weight for good. That's njdiet.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It's very seasonal. Well, it's a nice uh, seasonal way to kind of get things going. You going to the holiday party tonight? I am no, not. I've got no. ranger obligations. It's better than that. This LaGreca family reunion is brought to you by Pajamagram. My brother David is here. How are you, sir? I actually thought you were going to say something else. Oh, the sponsors. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of different sponsors we could have had but that one. But listen, they are a real legit sponsor, so let's give them some love. How are you, sir? I'm just, I just appreciate you having me on. Thanks. Good seeing you, buddy. Especially with Dan. How like, are you? If it was Peter, I would understand... Because Peter loves wrestling and he loves my show. Dan could care less. I'm not a big wrestling guy. So this is a big deal for me that uh, I get to sit right next to Dan Grasso. But the great know, Dan. I'm a big Dave guy, though. So you I got mean, a lot to promote, you know, and I figure this is a perfect time to have you on. To I appreciate it because all this Aaron Rodgers stuff. You guys got a lot to talk about today. And the fact that you fit me in, I'm very appreciative. How's your Achilles? So, so far, so good, good. Dan. Yeah. But I'm not asked to do everything that Aaron Rodgers needs That's to true. do. That's true. He has to so, do more. That's true. Though I am a fan of Pat McAfee, so glad that you do that. Uh, he's Aaron a big Rogers wrestling guy. Pat's huge. He's wrestled. Yeah. At WrestleMania. What number are they up to at WrestleMania? The one coming up is 40. WrestleMania 40. And where's that one? It's going to be uh, Eagle Stadium. Oh, Two nights. close. Two nights. The link. The link, if you will. For, that's great. From the Garden to now, you know, major well, the, football You're talking stadiums. about the first one. Right. The first one, yeah. You know, it's I had that on tape on uh, Beta, I think, back in the day. Really? Oh, sure. I remember. I think I stayed with it till about four or five. All right, wait, Dan, I'm here, we're yeah. here to talk about me. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're talking about wrestling. <laughs> I got a lot going <laughs> on, thing. Dan. And uh, you, got, you got the rest of the show to talk. I only get this 10-minute window to talk to my brother. I brought you up WrestleMania. You think my brother calls me when the show's over? Absolutely not. It's the most I've talked to Don The only in time I talk to months. him is when I'm driving home. Yeah, but not for nothing. I mean, you could pick up the phone and call him. He it does. works both ways. It's a good point. Right? A very good point, Dan. Thank you. We're very busy. A lot of traveling. Sure. 
and he's got stuff to promote. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. I know that uh, you do guys do a lot of wrestling. I know the mainstream sports fan gets very upset very when you talk upset. to a Charlotte Flair or a Cody the, Rhodes. Yeah, but they want to kill us. It, listen, the numbers go up when you talk to the professional wrestlers. They do. Yes. But it aggravates our normal everyday listeners because they, you know, they don't understand why we talk. Oh, about come on. It. Anybody that watched that Monday night football game last night understands the NFL is predetermined. It's not like this is Oh, actually, do tell. Uh, come on. Do tell. Please. Are you still as big into the football? As you used to be? I'm a Cowboy fan, you know that. But as big as I used to be, I got a lot of... You were in, like, nuts yes, with the I Cowboys. Yes, I was nuts. But I'm you're still not that nuts, guy anymore. I'm not that guy anymore. Still watch every game. Intently. Tony Romo throwing the interception against the Giants in the playoffs at home kind of broke me. Yeah. They broke yeah. it. They broke it's been a while, man. Yeah. I mean, for a team that rattled off championship after championship, we're, we're talking 25 years, man. Yeah. It's oh, pretty more crazy. More than 25 years. What three playoff wins since that 90 95 season? I was talking about that with somebody the other day about the Cowboys because, like, we're you know of a certain age, like, and if you were around in the, in the 80s, the 90s, you know, like everybody and their mother was a Cowboy fan, especially when they were winning in the 90s. Yeah, nowadays, like, if you talk to young kids, they're not Cowboy fans, they're not the bandwagon team anymore. That team, believe it or not, is the Patriots, right? And well, the Patriots now entering a downward slope, which I, I, I could care less about, but you know. The Jets, though, Dan. I feel for you, man. I feel for you. I don't play the games. I get it. But you do a great job before and after, and it gets me excited about it, so you do a great job with that. So you listen to the, you listen to the Jets stuff, <laughs> I, and then, I don't you, watch. then you watch. I don't watch. You just watch the Cowboys. You just, you're like, I got to listen to Jets pregame. What are you going to do for the game? Well, I'm going to watch the Cowboys, on. and then when the Cowboys are over, I'm going to listen to what happened with Grosses the Jets game. <laughs> yeah, so. No, but the reason there's a lot of Patriot fans, the same reason why there used to be a lot of Cowboy right, fans, they is won. because they won For 20 a years. lot. You know, and you start to see the Packers kind of bubble up too during Favre and, and early Rodgers when they were, you know, competing for a championship all the time. So, listen, there's a lot of fans like I that. I hate saying this, but I almost feel like America's team is now the Steelers. It feels like the Steelers fan base travels I, more I, than the Cowboys. It, it do. feels like that, although I think the Steelers are right now starting to feel it. Tom yeah. may lose his job at the end of the season. They're not perennial winners anymore. Yeah, like bad that been. would be if they do that, though. Like, the grass ain't always greener. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been relevant since this guy's been the coach for, what, almost 20 years. And if they're going to just bring in somebody else it. and think the Steeler magic is going to take over, the guy's never had a losing season. I understand, but this has been a rough one. But you know what happened? You don't have a quarterback. Amen. Yeah. You don't have a quarterback. You probably didn't have him, and then he turns around and gets hurt, so good luck finding another one. But what are you uh, promoting? You've got a couple <laughs> of things on the table to Glad promote. Glad you did your homework. Um, wait a minute. Yeah, I, but he but, can't promote and we can't promote. Why, just well, better than you. Wait a minute. Don't <laughs> tell me how to do, wait a minute. Don't tell me how to do radio because why have you on? If I'm if I'm going to be the one to say it, I'm just then what are you just going to go, listen, yes, that's I, a great I, point, I, Don. I started off the segment saying I appreciate you putting me on. Right, so speak. Tomorrow, as you guys know, Busted Open, I host Busted Open on SiriusXM, also the podcast as well. We're going to stream live on YouTube. We have our year-end award show. We're going to be streaming live on YouTube, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. First time we've ever done it. Okay. Never streamed live on YouTube before. It's going to crush everything that Sirius has ever done. Really, the only reason I have Sirius is for music and Dave. I appreciate you saying that. It is true. I keep the lights on in the building. <laughs> I am a, the glue that's holding it, it all is. together, Don. Uh, but myself, Bully Ray, Mark Henry, Tommy Dreamer. Love it. Uh, we're going to be live. A bunch of guests 
It's going to be great. We've uh, actually going to have an audience. A lot of the nation is going to be there as well. So make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to the Busted Open YouTube page and check out our live stream at 5 p.m. tomorrow. I'm so. proud of him and how far that show has Thanks, come. Oh, because I, like, I, I remember, like in the very beginning, like it was a struggle, and, and there was oh my oh like Dan, you know what I'm these- saying walking, talking zombies that litter the hallways. I'm sure they do it here. The non-believers, the people that pat you on the back and say, you know what, you're doing a great job. But they don't even support you. Right. A lot of that. But they're on board days. now. They're on board now. New regime. It changed our yeah, serious XM, Absolutely. So, there was yeah. there was tepid enthusiasm yeah. at the very beginning, and I remember the struggle it was because. And as your audience, let's, let's waste know. a bunch of money on national sports guys. And why? Why who get into wrestling? And then David walked in and just pulverized all of them. But I think it's because wrestling Not now. Though. A lot of people he could who too. grew You've up. You've seen these people. A lot of people who grew up watching wrestling. Dan and Don are now those decision makers. So it's not that guilty pleasure anymore. It's a it's a bit of a mainstream form of entertainment. And Don, all joking aside, thank you for all the support throughout the years because I appreciate well, you. Oh, yeah, it's the least you could do for uh, a sibling. I love you. I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm no, proud I, of you. I, I, listen, the fact that, the lineage. He, that, that he has become a national figure, the next thing he's going to promote is going to prove that. I love it. Yeah, and I and I wanted to ask you a question once I promote it. Do I it. will be doing a show at the Gramercy Theater right here in New York City, February 10th. Tickets are on sale right now. Go to Ticketmaster.com. Again, I have a bunch of guests. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry, the world's strongest man. WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray. Uh, Tommy Dreamer, uh, the innovator of violence. Tasha Steeles from TNA. Uh, and Don, I want you to be a guest at my show as well. Because growing up with me not being a wrestling fan, uh, I would love for you to be there. And experience it. And also a little bit of back and forth on why you don't like wrestling. And what it was like growing up with me as a wrestling fan. And the the moments and the memories and the games that you missed because of professional There's wrestling. There's so many stories. Yeah, so I want you to share those stories. And I want some of the fans of you to come out to the Gramercy. So that's February 10th, Ticketmaster. I will be there. Thank you. I will be there and participate. I've got, I, I, I can think of three stories off the top of my head. Tell them. Well, then that would take away from the show. How long is the story? What are you, Hans Christian Andersen? Tell a damn story. Oh, I'll tell you one Four quick. Minutes. July 5th. I'm going to tell you one Thank quick. You. July 15th, 1984. It's my birthday. We're going into Meadowlands to see Roddy Piper against Jimmy Superfly Snuka. My brother, kicking and screaming, went because he wanted to watch, what was it, the second USFL championship game. It was. It was a big deal for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. And he, like, put up. I'm not proud of it, but at like the time. A, like a child. <laughs> like, oh. Screaming petulant. and crying. <laughs> about Mommy, I He wanted to watch the USFL championship game. Which I eventually got on VHS. Who won that one, by the way? Uh, I believe the Michigan Panthers. Not the Houston Gamblers? I got to go back and check. I don't know, whatever. Who cares? Anyway. So, yeah. So that was definitely one of the stories. But But did did you have a good time at the wrestling despite his reluctance? Of course. And here I am. Think about it. We're like the Mannings of radio, my brother and I. We're we're living the dream. We're going on the air. We're talking about it. Who's Eli? Listen, he's Eli. I, I, All right? you know I mean, what? Listen, I love him to death. He's Eli. Uh, In every as, way, shape, or form, yeah, he's Eli. Not as talented. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you do with what you got. Kind of the goofy face, 
shouldn't really be here. But, but, you, but somehow, you beat the Patriots twice. Yeah, right. exactly. That's what he's killing in my brother couldn't do. When he beat the Patriots, I was in the I was I was in the suite Yay! cheering him on with mom. Yay! He did it. He did it. But I'm Peyton. <sighs> That's okay. You can accept that, right? The, the other one, I get to take David to wrestling at the Meadowlands. My dad can't take him because he had shift work working at PSE&G. And I'm going to drive him and one of his yo-yo friends, and every one of them were yo-yos, to drive him to the Meadowlands. So you were and licensed, and dad, that's why... Yeah. My father gives him money to go buy some merch. Yeah. And this is WWF time, right? We go to the wrestling. Can't tell you anything that happened in it because mm-hmm. it wasn't my thing. He buys a hat. WWF hat. WWF hat. Probably my like father's hard earned back money. in the day, right? Probably some. <laughs> my brother wants to see. I don't know why. Yeah, because I didn't see him drink. I don't know what was going on. We're driving down 17 North to go home. Let me see how long the hat can stay on my head <laughs> when I stick it out the window. It Answer seemed like is a good idea not at the time. <laughs> So I tried to go back, walk in the shoulder, uh, 17 North, somewhere like in East Rutherford. What time of year is this? The hat. What time of year is this? I have no it idea. It was in the winter. That's the what winter, it means. So they break your head out so of the cold. So it was 100 degrees. <laughs> There's no lack of understanding. It was hot. But you got to stick my head out though. the window. Tall boys were cheap at the Brendan Byrne Arena. You got to understand. I, that. I think blaming it on alcohol <laughs> is not the not the way you want to so go. So it was an alcohol induced stunt, is what you were saying. That's how the whole thing played no, out. No, I just think he's a yo-yo sometimes, I trying am. to show off to his buddies, and he I lost the hat. I'm a yo-yo. There's no doubt about it. Was it this one of those trucker hats, like with the mesh or whatever? It was, it was exactly. Oh. It was the mesh on the those back. Those are coming back, by the way. I those know. are popular now. I'm a big fan, Dan. I'm a big fan. Boy, I wish I had that hat. This is, of, of course, you know like 37 years ago. Had probably you still got the story, bucks. though. You yeah. still got the story. Yeah. The story is worth and it, And you though. can hear those stories at the Gramercy Theater, February right. 10th. Go to Ticketmaster.com. And it's not like a stand-up routine. He's not going to tell the same jokes at every stop along no, the way. There's going to be new stories, new things, new plus everything. Plus, seeing it live is going to just add oh, yeah. a little bit. He might actually show a demonstration. We'll get like a, you know, we'll make it like the Carol Burnett show. We'll come out with like some kind of mock car. I'll stick <laughs> and Don owes it to me because he didn't go to my Hall of Fame. I went to the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Didn't come. Nobody in my family came, by the way. So it's the least <laughs> that you can do is show up to my it show at the Gramercy Theater. It's an bit two hours away. I, it, it, listen, I got kids. Conveniently. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Dan. If Don was going into the Hall of Fame and it was in California, I'd find a way no, to get there. Would. Two hours away. Wait, your GPS no. wasn't working? No, the way he said it, though, just the, 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 the most matter-of-fact answer, I turned my head. This is the first I'm hearing of it. I turned my head and he says, he goes, it was in Albany. Yeah, <laughs> it was in Albany. <laughs> it, might have been, it might as well have been in like Botswana, the way he right. said Albany. It's in yeah. Albany. Tangiers. Yeah. <laughs> Hang out. Congratulations take... on that, by the way. Thank you. All right, we're going to take some phone calls. Yeah. Can't wait. So buy the tickets now. That's right. Where do you buy the tickets? Tell people where they can buy them. I've... Otherwise, you, you just like, buy any tickets. I said tickets, it four times. Ticketmaster.com. Yeah, but you said wrestling a lot in a short period of time, and I zoned <laughs> it. He did. At least you're honest. He was like, at least you're honest. That's all I heard. It was like, like Charlie Brown's every, every wrestling reference yeah. was like a, a hook to the tent. It was like, it was like, wrong, 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 wrestling, wrong, 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 wrestling. And I'm just like, I'm in la It's kind of like when point. I listened to your pregame with the Jets. No, um, see, I know so, that's not true, because you said it wasn't. Yeah. But so which I, one's I, the lie? I, I really quick, I think I want to do something physical with Don, like maybe have one of the wrestlers put Don through a table, Kind of chop him a little bit. I'm thinking about some kind of angle. Yeah. Why don't you get an illusionist? 
You could do that. Put him through a table, saw him in half. <laughs> I don't think that's right. That's... God, I would love to put Dan through a table. Yeah. Why? Just... What did I do to you? Jeez. Uh, you're a little bit. A little bit much. Yeah. You, you can be bit, a bit much. <laughs> a little that, bit that's much. fine. You know. I'm happy with who I am. I, well, that's you want part me to give you the Del Griffith, the Griffith speech from uh, Planes, Trains, no, and Automobiles? No. All right. Uh, tomorrow, 5 p.m., YouTube, and then uh, February 10th. Gramercy Theater. Looking forward to it. That was the LaGreca family reunion brought to you by Pajama Graham Soft Silk. A best-selling oh, Christmas gift for her. Get a free $75 nighty with naturally nude pajamas oh, nice. from pajamagram.com. I never had to read that spot with a guy that I actually shared a room with for the first 13 years of my life. Then I moved downstairs. Couldn't take it anymore. Then he started sneaking out, and it was a whole big deal. Yeah, and it was one of many marriages. Oh, The one I have now with Fioletta, though, the best. Fioletta, yeah. I have the best wife ever. I would give you the number of charm, but I don't. You know, it's not for public consumption. <laughs> well, he said many. All right. Many can mean anything. We don't want to really put a number on it. Experience the all-new genesis of White Plains, where our guests are everything. Take advantage of incredible holiday lease and finance offers on available 2023 models, including the all-electric GV60 SUV, with a full selection of gasoline and EV models in both sedan and SUV. It's easy to find just the right vehicle. They also have a full selection of excellent Genesis-certified pre-owned vehicles. Visit GenesisOfWhitePlains.com or visit their 40-car climate-controlled modern showroom located in the heart of Westchester County at 300 Central Avenue. Genesis of White Plains, the newest member of the Pepe Auto Group, the name you've trusted since 1968. Hey, when I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and of course, my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition, even when the game goes into extra innings. I refuse to settle, and neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea, take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea, join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. Dan and Don on the K Show. Take it up until 6.30, then it's Rangers Hockey. 1-800-919-3776. Dave's going to hang till 4. Gary Myers is coming in. Talk some football with him in studio. Probably Let's, hang till later, given all that you pay well, for you do uh, park yeah, your try damn to get car. Right, you might as well get your money's worth. Sixty-five bucks. You can you can you can land an aircraft carrier in front of the building, but you. Uh, you decided, sound like the mayor. Right? Yeah, well, listen, I'm, I'm not going there. Rookie no, I mean, mistake. Why? I mean, everybody knows. I mean, what are, what are you doing? It's. Well, I agree. I mean, what are you doing? Did he was you watch a little too many Sean McDermott? No. Uh, so, uh, Mayor Adams. We got the audio, Anthony? Do we have I mean, the we, audio? I mean, the whole world is... It was on No, everybody's heard Channel it, right? Except 11. my brother. My brother's doing a wrestling show, so he was on another planet. But, so he's asked in a, a televised interview to describe 2023 in one word. And his answer was New York. Two words. Which is two words and really doesn't define 2023. And he said, New York's the type of place where one day a plane can fly into the Twin Towers, and the next day somebody can open a new business and, and celebrate that. Those two are Hello. I would say. <laughs> Hello. So, you know, Adams heard what McDermott said and said, you know, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sean McDermott coaches the Bills. I'm not I know trying to be politically political. He saw my eyes. He's like, boo. Buffalo. Two of your Super Bowl rings came against those guys. That's right. So, anyway. What are you thinking? Uh, Honestly, and I'm not trying to get overly political. I'm just, I'm just analyzing as it comes. How do you think that's a good idea? I understand it was 22 years ago, but it's th- so the first thing you want to describe in one word, New York, and then explain in New York. Yeah, one day the, the twin towers can fall. And, you know, next day there could be an earthquake, and you know the next day you get mugged in a subway, and then the next day, hey, somebody opens up a bodega and they celebrate it. Yay! Those are going to be part of the video clips for the I Love New York tourism God, ad I mean, for 2024. Come to New York, you get all this and more. Unbelievable, man. Left you flabbergasted. Look, it's you terrible. A... I mean, I don't even know what to say. No, there's nothing to say. Just don't speak. Well, it's kind of hard when you're the mayor of New York not to speak. If they advise you not to speak, but, it's but probably when you not ask a, good a thing. question and say in one word to describe something, and you give two words right there. Right, Maybe sh- bust it open live tour. Give me one word to describe it. Amazing. Right. That's see. That's how see, you answer right off the question. top of my head. I right. one word. One show somebody can have a seizure on the air. The other show you might be able to actually break some news. Well, that can happen too. But that's if you ask me to say a paragraph. David in Little Falls, you're on ESPN New York. How are you, David? Good afternoon, fellas. Hey, Dave. Good, man. How you doing, all right? Hey, you know, your your guy's name has a great ring to it. If you were to promote some type of show or something like that, the 3Ds, I mean, it's awesome the way it, it just rolls off the tongue. Just thought I'd point that out. Triple D. Triple D. Triple D. Yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah. It's, it's, By the way, my, my favorite place to go all in there. I was, got was Triple D's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When the Meadowlands oh. Arena was closed. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, David? Yeah, what I got is, you know, I'm getting Aaron Rodgers fatigue, fellas. I mean, it's, it's getting old. Everything has to be channeled through him about our season this year and even next year. It is frustrating to me. Um, I don't think he's earned that yet. I understand that injury was severe. But for him to be the barometer or the uh, the mediator between everything that we're going to do as an organization and he's got to put his stamp of approval is getting old and tiresome. I, 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 and, hear, and he might... I hear what you're saying, David, but, but here's the deal. It, 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 there's no way around it. What has Joe Douglas done? What has Robert Sala done? What has Woody Johnson done? Aaron Rodgers only has one Super Bowl, but he's going to the Hall of Fame, and he forfeited, what, $75 million off of his contract to be able to have a say in who comes in here. He gives you the best chance to win. So whether you like it or not, he's going to have a say. We live in a world, guys, where Hal Steinbrenner actually said about getting together with Aaron Judge on what to do moving forward with the team. Why? Because you gave the guy a 10-year contract. This is what happens. Players now are a part of the process. And when that guy is the only one that's won anything in the entire building, don't you think that's a guy that's going to have a major, major say and should have a major sh- a Absolutely. say? Absolutely. Him and Thomas Morstead. One of the couple of guys who has a ring on this but, team. But, you know, but listen, I know. no offense to anybody that might have won a ring. They're not Aaron Rodgers. Of course. Hasn't this always happened in sports, though? Not not to this extent, because there was a time where general managers and, and, and head coaches were kind of on the same plane financially. But now that you're throwing tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of million dollars into contracts, and these guys have have more shelf life than you do, 
I mean, you go through coaches like tissues in the NFL, right? You're lucky if you last two and a half, three years. But some of these quarterbacks, hey, if you get the right one, he could be your quarterback for the next 15 years. Who do you think is going to have the say? Who's going to have the staying power? Now, Justin's in New Jersey. You're on ESPN New York. What's up, Justin? Hey, guys. How we doing today? What's up, baby? So I'm calling on the Devils, actually. I wanted to see, is it starting to get late early with them? I know there's a, still a long time, but it seems like we're struggling, especially Timo and the uh, the goaltending. The goaltending is a mess, and here's the problem, Justin. Everybody now needs a goaltender. So they're going to have to mm-hmm. really go out and try to get one. I think they can make the playoffs, but this whole idea that they're on the cusp of winning a Stanley Cup, Ham- you know, Dougie Hamilton might be done for the year. Yeah. You know, so they're going to need a defenseman. They're going to need a goaltender before you can even start talking about them being up there with the Rangers and the Bruins to win a Stanley Cup. Now, can they make the playoffs? Can they right the ship? Listen, they're going to score goals, but you've got to stop goals in the playoffs. And if you've got problems on the blue line, you've got problems with your goaltending, you've got problems you're not going to be able to get up from. That was disappointing, the Anaheim game. I know it was the tail end of a back-to-back, but Adam Henrique, his first ever hat-trick. I'm surprised. Of all places, like in that building, yeah. right? Crazy. Yeah, they got issues. David, I love you like no other. Love you too. This was so. Fun. Thank you for having me. Amazingly proud of everything that you're doing. I really am. Ah, thank you. Promote one more time. Where do people get tickets? Yeah, thank you very much, Dan. Tomorrow again, 5 p.m. Eastern time, streaming live on YouTube. Busted open. Go to the Busted Open YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification key. And then on February 10th, amazing list of Hall of Fame guests. Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, Mark Henry, Tasha Steeles, Don LaGreca will be there as well. That's February 10th at the Gramercy Theater. Go to Ticketmaster.com for tickets. All right. Love you, man. Love you, too. Thank you. Hey, guys, are you ready to score a touchdown with the best Christmas gift for your special someone? Maybe you'll be able to cross the goal line by getting her pajama ground's famous naturally nude pajamas. Naturally nude pajamas are known for ultimate comfort and style. They're soft, silky, better than lingerie with a curved, caressing fit. Now, here's the kicker. When you order naturally nude pajamas today, you'll get a free naturally nude nightie. That's a $75 savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete holiday gift. Better yet, if you're like me and can't wrap a present, you can even add gift packaging when you order today through pajamagram.com. Guys, this is a holiday gift that is sure to make her happy. Give her the gift of PJs and she might give you a great gift too. Listen, we all know how good it feels to win. So why not win this Christmas? Hurry, go to Pajamagram today for naturally nude pajamas before they sell out. Here's what you do. Go to pajamagram.com right now. That's pajamagram.com to order naturally nude pajamas and tell them Michael K. sent you. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.